0: Hey what's going on everybody today I had the pleasure to chat with American country singer songwriter Court Carpenter in this newest episode Court shares the story behind his newest album All In, creation of debut record Those Nights These Days, life as a new father, admiration for George Strait, what well, life has taught him recently, whether or not he's proud of what he's accomplished so far, the biggest struggle in his career, and more. Now with that being said, hope you enjoy my conversation with Court Hello Court,
1: How you doing my friend?
0: I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I mean, uh, we were just talking about Nashville and what's going on there. I mean, talk to me about I guess the life in Nashville and and what it's like living there.
1: It's a it's an incredible city. I moved here about ten or ten and a half, almost eleven years ago, and it's changed tremendously from then till now. You know, it was a smaller smaller town now. Now you go downtown and there's fifty tower cranes working on buildings throughout the throughout the city and, and, and downtown. So it's, it's definitely a a big change, but it's a incredible city.
0: Absolutely. Well, I mean, first and foremost, um, happy belated Father's Day to you. Thank you. Um, I mean, it's, it's gotta be, I guess, fulfilling to know that like, obviously you have a kid and, um, being, being a new father is, is also a challenging thing. And I mean, I guess the important question is how are you holding up and and are you getting enough rest and how are you sort of managing the whole day-to-day schedule now?
1: For sure. Uh, And that's a great question. It's uh, definitely never getting enough rest. I'll say that, but we're, we're trying. Um, My wife and I are, are a pretty great team when it comes to, you know, who's on and who's not at the moment and um, or when we're both on, which, which is great, but uh, when I'm playing a lot of shows downtown Nashville or touring, it you know there's a it's crazy. I was telling my parents this the other day that you you'll be able to see your kid when he wakes up. Then he goes for a nap, you know, midday, and then when he wakes up, there's only a little time period there where I have to leave to go downtown right now with my schedule or you know hit the road. So I'm not seeing him as much as I'd love to, but uh, we are getting a lot of great time together.
0: Absolutely. Well, I mean, I guess I guess it is challenging to be a father and to be also a musician at the same time. And um, the industry is such a cutthroat business, and we've heard so many stories about it from so many different musicians or anybody in any type of business field. Where um, I guess if you if you take a leave of absence from um, from the industry because of some mental health break or whatever, um, that you're dealing with, um, they just cut you off. And it's like, you kind of lose your career because you have to sacrifice something more important than a, than a career. Um, I mean, does that ever come to your mind in certain moments in your life where you kind of have to realize that, there's a lot of sacrificing that needs to be done in order to have this career that you have now.
1: Absolutely. I, I think about it daily, to be honest with you. I, I think about, you know, what if I had a different career and I wasn't doing this and maybe I had a, just a 95, a nine to five job or something like that. But though there are a lot of sacrifices as a musician, cause you have late hours or strange hours or not non-consistent hours. It's actually, pretty cool to also have it this way because you're able to, you know, create your own schedule for, for the most part. And, and also be home during, uh, I would say see your kid and see your family a lot more than you would if you're nine to five job and then you come home and the baby's going to sleep two hours later, you know, I'm, I'm here with him and my wife throughout the day she works from home as well. And, uh, so we, it's kind of a, it's, it, to answer your question, it's kind of tough sometimes, but when you really look back, you're like, ooh, this is this is actually great because you're getting more time in the long run.
0: Absolutely. Well, tell me about, I guess, growing up uh, for your childhood. Uh, I mean, you are from Washington State. I mean, tell me about life growing up and, and how that was like for you.
1: I grew up in a uh, small town of Kelso, Washington. It's a little river town right off of I-5, Interstate 5. Um, and I grew up in a, a, the best family ever. I, my parents were teachers and coaches, and my brother was six years older than I am, or he is six years older than I am. And so our dynamic as a family, my parents were really glued into the school as coaches and teachers, and they ran every club you could think of. Um, so we grew up living at the school After we get done with elementary school or middle school we would head over the high school and they'd be finished up their stuff So we had a really tight family a lot of times at the school or going to sporting events Um, I grew up and my brother did playing three sports. So baseball basketball football we excelled in those and Back home. That's what I'm well. What I used to be known for is being a uh, a Great athlete and that's what I you know, I'm proud of that Um, but just growing up in that system is something really special because it was just really neat to you know be around activities and and uh games and whatever else it was it just was it was really cool so that's kind of how i grew up and um uh, wouldn't change it for the world
0: absolutely well i mean honestly there's there's so many so much things that have been going on for you lately and um as we said before we started recording you have a new album which we'll talk about shortly but i want to talk about your um your album these N- those nights these days um i guess that's your debut album correct
1: yeah that was the first one i recorded when i got out to nashville i think that was 2012 or 13 probably 13. Um, yeah so that's when I got here. I got with a, a company at that time who was like, "Hey, let's put together a little album for you." And um, it turned out fine. But you know, if you if you're a fan of mine or listen to my music, you'll see that that oh, was a great first album. But so much has changed over ten years. My voice has matured. Uh, you know, I sing better now and all that stuff. So it's always fun though, no matter who the artist is, to go back and hear their their early day stuff.
0: Absolutely. I mean, who are some of your musical idols, uh, in terms of country music or anything, um, in music, who would those people be for you?
1: So I grew up on sixties uh, music. My parents always were listening to sixties and like, you know, the Beatles and all that good stuff. But, uh, so I love that, that generation. However, for country music, you know, I, I've always loved George Strait since I first heard him. That was one of the first albums I heard because when I grew up, I was listening to sixties or, or rap that's kind of where I, when I was a young, a young boy and like, Oh, rap, this is awesome. And whatever. And our friends would have our raps to Jay-Z CDs and stuff like that. But once I heard country, I think George Strait was one of the first albums um, and I fell in love instantly. And uh, I think the emotion of, of the music just really grabbed me because I'm kind of emotional guy. So,
0: well, do you have a favorite George Strait song that, um, that hits home for you?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I love a bunch of them, but uh, I love Amarillo by Morning, um, but Troubadour is one of my favorite ones. Uh, But, man, Give It Away is another great one. I I sing a lot of those during our cover shows, and um, people say I do a a nice George straight rendition or, or, you know, do it justice. So um, I always love seeing George or singing George, and it's just, uh, man, he's the king, so you got to love him.
0: I mean the cowboy rides away uh, song is also a really good one oh, yeah. um seeing his um AT&T stadium his final show um he he walks out on that stage he opens with check yes or no um and then he ends the show with the cowboy rides away and how fitting for a legend to to ride away into the sunset with um a song like that um honoring his fans who've been longtime supporters um He's, he's got a lot of great songs out and obviously you've got a lot of great songs out yourself. Uh, let's talk about, um, I guess let's talk about your new album, All In. Um, it's written by a, a whole lot of Nashville powerhouse songwriters, Gorley, Robbins, Myers, Mooney, Johnston, Sorcedad, um, and et cetera. Can you talk to me more about the, the process behind making this album and how it came to be?
1: You bet. So, uh, I, I, I have been putting out a lot of singles in the last few years. And finally I said, man, I want to get an album out there. Uh, a full album. I did, I've done three or four EPs, which is, you know, seven songs or less, I guess, but we did a full length album, 10 songs. And I got with, uh, LT studios here in Nashville. Um, those guys are amazing young, uh, hungry producers who really got it going on I was lucky enough to to get get songs from their group of people they're connected with a lot of people and like you mentioned um, you know Gourley and Smyers and Mooney and Robbins and source all those guys are Nashville you know royalty uh, when it comes to songwriters so when they pitched me that they, they probably they probably found about 200 songs for me and said, hey, what do you think about any of these songs? And these are the ones that I came up with and put the, put the album together and thought it flowed the flowed the best. But it was, uh, I always say, because some, some artists will only record the songs that they write, and I've never been like that because I just have always felt like, you know, the best song wins, and you can look at guys like Tim McGraw or Blake or any of those guys, they don't just record the songs that they write. So best song wins and we found 10 great songs and man, it was, uh, I'm really proud of the album. I just wish, you know, the world could hear it, um, because, you know, getting out your music as an independent artist and just hoping for, you know, playlist um, spots and all that stuff is, is extremely tough. So whoever's listening out there, I hope you give it a, give it a listen for sure.
0: Absolutely. I mean, the track list for the album is um, Dangerous, Takes Its Time, Missing a Girl, Raise One Up, Fade, Get to the Bottom of This, Somebody Tonight Used to, See That Girl, and Music to My Ears. I mean, they're all great songs, but I guess Raise One Up is a really good one, too, on that album. Um, How did that first come about in terms of the writing process and then obviously producing it and then coming out with it?
1: Yeah, so that song was actually one that I co-wrote. Um, I co-wrote a few on that. and <clears throat> I, we remember writing it. I was actually writing it right here where I'm sitting uh, with guys on a Skype right or Zoom right, excuse me. And it was uh, we just wanted something that would salute the blue collar workers out there, and something that people could party to. And so far, or when we came up with "Raise One Up," um, you know, "Raise One Up" to salute them we just found some catchy hooks and the, the production guys, the producers and uh, the musicians really made it something really neat. Kind of, kind of twangy but still modern and something you would hear like on the Blake Shelton record, which I can, I compare my, my music and my style a lot to Blake Shelton. Um, Modern, but still has those, you know, traditional country vibes in it as well. So when we came up with it, man, it's been a, a hit at live shows and people love it. So we're really proud of that one for sure.
0: Absolutely. Well, you said that this album, I feel, encapsulates my voice, sound, and vibe the best represents Court Carpenter. So much thought, effort, love, and time has went into this album. I'm hopeful it's heard by the right people who will take the chance on me run with it. I've went all in on this record. Um, I mean, I, I guess the why, why name it all in? Was that something that just came naturally? Or was it something that you looked at different albums, names, and then you kind of took inspiration from different people's albums. And you said, why don't I name it all? in?" what was the process behind that?
1: So originally, I hadn't seen it by any other artists. And then I look back now, and there are a few people with the name all in which is it's kind of, you know, common, but it's, uh, for me, it was like, man, this is this is 10 songs. That shows who I am and my voice. Who ten strong songs like Who's Gonna Come? Who's Gonna Come Give Me That Chance? You know which label is gonna say, Hey, this this is really good. Um, and I'm not bragging about myself, but I'm also saying, Hey, this the whole process and the whole team that put this together was dynamite. So um, luckily, we've been getting some radio play on some of the songs, and it's extremely difficult to get radio play as an independent artist. So uh, Man, I'm just, I'm, we're still crossing our fingers that it can get in the right, the right hands and and go like that. But to answer your question, all in was just kind of like, you know, this is me. This is I'm throwing it out there. Some people say, "Hey, was this your last album you're ever gonna put?" And you know, and this is it. No, but it's it's also like a frustrating uh, artist saying, "Hey, bam, this is it." You know, like what are you gonna do with it? kind
0: of thing. Absolutely. Well, I guess the important question is I guess out of all the albums that you've created or records that you've released already, do you I guess what uh how do I phrase this? Do you feel satisfied um yet with all the things that you've already accomplished in your career? Um do you feel satisfied?
1: Oh yeah. I I I feel like and this is another just like thing that I'm confident about is I put out really strong music as an independent artist, you know, on my own, and I play downtown Broadway in Nashville, and I have for a lot of years. Took a break, then you know, back playing because I just love to sing and I love to perform. But if you look at the the people putting out music right now, or the ones that are hitting it, some of these, most of these people have one song out. You know, they put one viral song out, bam, they're they're getting they're getting reeled in by the labels, but and I have a whole, I think over 50 songs now that I would say, hey, I can put a concert together right now and go play this. And people are gonna party, people are gonna dance, people are gonna cry, people are gonna celebrate. And that's just, I feel that my my work is overlooked for whatever reason, I don't know, um, or just not heard by the right people. So uh, definitely proud of it. And I wouldn't change a thing. It's just, like I said in the beginning though, is my voice has matured over the years and it's kind of cool to see the the progression of that. Um, but just for example, this weekend we're going home to play a hometown show and we our set list is, you know, we have a two hour set and 80% of those songs are my songs that people are, you know, gearing up for because They, they love them. So, and cause the hometown people are the ones that hear it the most, hear my songs the most on the local radio or whatever. I just wish people would, uh, following suit
0: absolutely well i mean it it does just seem like with uh talking to you right now it just seems like you've got no backup plan this seems like your only direction that you want to go in and i guess that's that's another important discussion to have as well because i think a lot of people say that um if you want to make it in the industry you can't you can't have a plan b um because the only thing that you're going to get into the industry is if this is what you only want um, and how bad do you want it? Um, And if you don't have a plan B uh, and you only have that plan A to make it in that business, um, then there's a shot. Um, Now it's like time to put the work in uh, to make that happen. I guess the important question to you is, with all that's going on in your life right now, and all the touring and all the albums you're putting out, and obviously the hard work you're putting into your music, it just seems like you do not have a plan B. Do you? Is that something that you've always just strived for doing, and and want to always be an artist and and put out records for people to listen to?
1: So, well, originally, you know, I thought I'd be um, in sport, the sports. Category as a, as a baseball player and things fell fell through there, but um, Once I hit the the ground running with the being an artist in the music industry I haven't had a plan B ever except you know Every once in a while it goes through your mind like well, what would I even do and that, I say that to my wife like if I if I don't if I'm not singing or performing. I don't know what I would do except you know Maybe start a business or something like that, but that's in that's in the future um, I, I, don't ever want to have to do that. I just want to keep recording. I want to keep singing, performing. And, uh, it's definitely a, it, it messes with your mind a little bit when you're, when you're going through hard times here in Nashville or, or waiting around. Cause they say it's a 10 year town to, to get where you need, you know, you, you see people off of the voice or the American idol or something or TikTok and they bam, they, they hit it, but that's, that's super luck. Um, but the people grinding it out like myself and all the songwriters and other artists it's a 10-year town usually and I just hit the 10-year mark so I'm like I'm not stressing about it or anything I'm just like okay hey my time's coming and um hoping hoping to meet the right people with that can pull the right strings
0: absolutely well I mean also that I found interesting is uh the way you define your music you said My entire catalog, I feel, is diverse, but stays true to who I am. It's neat to have such a large selection of tunes that my fans all say they have different favorites. That means I'm doing something right by appealing to everyone. Um, Do you still feel that's still relevant with everything that's going on in your life now Um, in terms of, I guess, not only staying relevant, but also like having that... I guess validation from your fans to know that at least you're in the right direction now. Um, unlike other artists who, who may have some struggles in their careers, do you feel like you're, you're headed that way?
1: Yeah, I think the, the music I put out and like the quote you just read, I think it's off of my album or something there, but, uh, Throughout the years, I'm the type of artist that puts out music that I feel people can connect with, whether it's a party song, a beach song, a love song, a song about death, you know, whatever it is, I want people to hear it and say, man, oh, that hit me, that hit me hard. So looking at my catalog, I feel that there is all of that. And now since my new All In album is out and, and the previous few singles that I've released it heads in a direction that I feel really you know captures what I'm going for and um it's just the stylistic of the music you know we're 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 finding my groove where it's the sweet spot so I don't know if that answers your question but it's it's more like I think we're we're right there man
0: Absolutely. Well, I mean, you've you've had so much achievements. Twenty seventeen Josie Music Awards entertainer of the year, also nominated for various Josie awards from twenty eighteen to twenty twenty two. You played main stage of Country Thunder, Rock the South, the uh, Oregon Jamboree, um, and and so many more. Um, uh, I mean, I guess the biggest question is do you feel proud of what you've been able to accomplish up till now
1: yes and i appreciate you asking that because i do feel proud you know i've uh i've released so much music quality music um i've as an independent artist i've been able to get on many main stage festivals which is almost unheard of to be honest with you we just had fan support me sending you know connecting and trying to find loopholes to get in there uh, and, and just not giving up. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's definitely just, I, I'm super proud of what I've, what I've accomplished. And I can, if I look at any other artists that I know, you know, at quote, my level right now, I look, I can look at him and say, Hey, I've done a lot more than that guy or that girl. And I'm proud of it because I've done this, 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 this. And again, it's not me bragging. It's just, me working hard and I come from a competitive um bloodline in my family and and we just you know we we like to outperform and try to keep stepping that ladder until until we're satisfied
0: absolutely but obviously you know out of all the good things that can happen to one artist's career obviously there's struggles along the way and um if there was one biggest struggle that you you faced in your career what would that be?
1: I feel that it's um, just not finding the I'm not in the right group of connections so in Nashville or anywhere if you know this works for business or music whatever but if you're not in the right click you're not the first choice so uh, that's what I've struggled with over the years is finding those people that can say oh man this where have you been you know we've been looking for you but it's how I tell people it's kind of like a high school you know you have the athletes you have the band members you have the cheerleaders you have the student or the you know the that a plus student whatever the, the click is that's how it is in Nashville there's there's groups and um, so I feel I haven't I haven't got the right connections and, and another thing is, is I feel that in a, in a way that because I'm from Washington State and don't have a accent a country accent per se is maybe that has discluded me a little bit. I don't don't know, but uh, I don't know. I just feel that there's definitely clicks that I've missed out on and I'm still trying to get in them, but it's
0: difficult. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I guess if there's, I mean, being a, being a new father, that's, that's gotta be something at the top of your list that you're proud of. And, and obviously um, any, any, uh, a future parent would would want to be in your um position, being being a parent to a child or, uh, or a newborn. Um, I guess now that we're talking about this full circle moment now, um, if there was anything in your life that or today, I guess up till up till now, is there anything in life that has taught you recently? What has life taught you, up till now?
1: I think. Uh... Well, to answer your question is the, forget the music. Once I had that, once I had my baby boy, everything was secondary. And, uh, it's the, the most joyous thing that I've ever experienced. And no matter the struggles I have in music or, or the, the stress and the anxiety and the mental health issues or whatever it is, having, coming home and seeing my boy you know, smile at me or, you know, come give me a hug and see him watching him grow is there's nothing that can compare that, you know, over any festival or song or whatever. It's just, it's a a feeling like no other.
0: Absolutely. And um, if you, if you take a moment um, in life and you kind of look back on um, your younger self, um and you had a chance to go back in time to to talk to that younger self what what type of message would you send to that
1: i would say excuse me i would say you know try not to take everything personal um because i i have a problem with that you know i i i think everyone is not everyone but i i feel like personally attacked sometimes when when after the fact i look back and say well that was just business, or that was just this, or that was that. So I would tell myself to to just not take everything so personal um, or just take it in a different way and grow from that because I think that's what has stifled me a little bit in certain situations throughout my years here in Nashville, whether it's a downtown club giving me a hard time or whatever. Um, you know. So that that's where I would go with that one.
0: Absolutely. Well, I mean, if there was any sort of advice that you would give to um independent artists or anyone who's trying to make it in the industry, what type of advice would you give to them?
1: So, to be honest with you, I would say if you don't have a thick skin and you don't like to be told 99 no's before your one yes on something, even if it's something small, then this isn't the industry for you. Uh, there's so many people since the pandemic that have moved to Nashville like once the pandemic hit everyone became a country singer which now this the city is just overflowing with with people now they're all great whatever but that's kind of a something else people have to look at is the pool of artists now there's thousands and thousands and thousands doing the same thing as you are so um, what I feel happy about is I've built my career and it over each year i've built things that many artists in town don't have not done or will never do um so for a new artist it's just have a thick skin and if you're gonna go for it more power to you but don't give up and and uh give it all you got that's all i can say
0: absolutely well i mean thank you so much for chatting with me i, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with american country singer songwriter Cord carpenter you can connect with court on all social media platforms i will link all of his socials in the descriptions below um, listen to his music on all music streaming platforms as well and you can help support my show please feel free to share with family friends or on social media you can find me on all podcast streaming platforms i've been your host Miguel keltang thanks for tuning into the show